baby. It's okay. It's yeah. I like that. Bro, Steph, Steph and them are hot. But you know what? You know what I think is crazy? People are trying to change the dialogue and make uh, the Celtics the the uh, the upper in this battle. You know what I'm saying? Like. People are trying to make it seem like the Celtics have such a huge like potential of winning this this best uh, matchup, and I'm like, yo, y'all really just trying to piss off the Warriors to get them to play crazy? Like that's not even the truth. Y'all just really trying to piss them off. They know exactly what they're doing, though. You know what I'm saying? Wild. And I'm like, yo, we no one asked for that, bro. Chill out. Because you saw what Draymond did before uh, Game Six. You know what I'm saying? You let the heat turn up. So it's the same thing that's going on. Uh, the media just trying to hype them up. But nah, um, I, I really do like our chances, though. Yeah, I do, too. I'm Justin, gonna... Justin, start it up, bro. We, we, oh, bro, we, we, we started. I got it. I got it rolling. I, as far as I'm concerned, oh, we started. Right, we started man, 30 seconds ago. Then, yeah, we're we're here. Episode 30, the big three. Oh, of the trenches we've been Damn. at it for a minute 30. guys episode 30 coming at you from Braintree, massachusetts uh the trenches podcast we are live um boys i think the best thing to talk about is to continue with the celtics right like boston celtics nba finals going up against a uh, a powerhouse golden state team like you said draymond green alluded to the fact that hey when we were healthy we never lost we never lost the finals right uh you know, obviously that's a big statement. Golden State seems to be healthy. I'm personally questioning how just how healthy the Celtics are. Nevertheless, I still really like the Celtics' chances. What do you guys think? I mean, I I think we have a good shot, honestly. I think with everybody there and being healthy, like, you know, Robert Williams is good. Marcus Smart's good. Al plays it all. I mean, obviously, he was a little bit of a COVID thing. It wasn't necessarily an injury. But I know that in the last couple of games, Tatum was holding his shoulder. Like, everybody has a little – some bumps and bruises. And we just went through three of the hardest teams we could have played in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, like, I, I like our shots because we're battle-tested. And even though we're a young team that's never been to – the championship, I feel like the the last three years, the Nets, no, KD and the Nets, freaking um, the Miami Heat and the Bucks, we beat all of them who have been championship bound. You know what I'm saying? So I think just because of that, we have an opportunity. We are battle tested to play against the best. Um, I just worry that Steph Curry just starts shooting from half court and he makes it 10 times out of nine. I mean, nine times out of 10. You know what I'm saying? So. That's the only thing I worry about, Steph Curry getting high. Other than that, Poole, he's a rookie. Draymond, he's that toughness. But Marcus Smart versus Draymond in a fight, I got Marcus. So it is what it is. Boy, went from the NBA Finals to a UFC exhibition match. Let me let me uh, piggyback off what you said, though. Um, I do like how our health is uh, stacking against scares. And if I read this correctly, Robert Williams is a game-time decision with his knee that we all known about, right? Most likely, he's going to tough it out. He's going to play, get that quarter zone shot. Boom, we're back in the game. Now we're going to talk about the Warriors. They have Iguodala, who's out. Obviously, hasn't been the same for years, but that's still a big difference. Otto Porter's out with a game-time decision for his foot. I'm imagining it's the finals. He's going to tough it out, at least for game one, just to see how it feels for the rest of the series. Then we have Gary Payton still down with that elbow. Unlikely that that boy... 
gonna do anything. Let's be real. And then we have James Wiseman out for the season with his knee. Team didn't really need him. So yeah, they're down a few key components, but nobody major. And um, to go on further, what you're saying right there, Gordon, Mr. Dawn, Gordon, um, I'm not really worried about Steph because we have Marcus defending him. We have a defensive player of the year defending him. And that's just not like a defensive player of the year. We're just saying it because, oh, he's a Celtic. We're Celtics fans. That's cool and all. But we've actually watched him for majority of these 82 games of this season up until the playoffs too. Well, I should say, including the playoffs too. And he's been spectacular. My issue, my problem is, what the fuck are we going to do with Clay Thompson? Now, that's the guy you really don't want to get hot. Because who's going to put the clamps on him? You know, we have Jalen Brown, who's going to be obviously a great defender, but he's not Marcus-level defense. We have Jason Tatum, who can do it. You know what I'm saying? He, he could get there, but it's, it's still not going to be the impact that Marcus would have. And Clay is a guy that you really don't want him to get going. You know what I'm saying? Most of the times, he's uh, really effective in the second half of games. So that's another key point to watch out for, too. You know what I'm See, saying? See, I, I, I just want to quickly note, note that last thing with Clay, right? What is, like, the biggest thing that, that, that really makes a team step up their game? What is one of the biggest things? Well, I guess there's two biggest things. Your, your role player. The role player, but it, it goes even – it's even before that. It's confidence – Oh, right, right, right. And the ability to, you know, when people are talking that trash, if you're a true competitor, you're going to step up your game, right? We're and on the internet, they're confident. People, the intangibles, the things that you can't touch. That shit exactly. just Exactly. You got to be a fucking dog with it. If there's something that can't be coached, you just have to have that shit. You, you have to have it. That's exactly. it. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm 100% with you. And so that's one of the things that I kind of fear the most, right? They went in. And freaking took care of the Mavs in five games. I get it. Sometimes they played up. Sometimes they did whatever. But if you look, if you actually watch those games, the Warriors more or less took care of them in five games. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like it was a hard fault, like like us sweeping the nets where it was tooth and nail the entire time. Right. They kind of took care of the Mavs. The Mavs showed a little bit, but because Doncic is so out of shape, he wouldn't. He they had to slow down the pace. It just wasn't great. So they've had some time off. They just we'll had a clean. We'll get to Donkey too. We'll get to Luca too. We got. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to come back to that. But it's like they're sure. confident. They just right. took care of Luke and the team. They are well rested because they've had some time. And some of the injuries are there, but it's whatever. So that's right. one of the things I'm worried about is that they're going to come in the game confident as hell. That they're going to come beat us. And then, the, you know, like I was telling you earlier about the internet talking about, oh, the Golden State Warriors are underdogs. But they're really not underdogs. They're, we're kind of on par for the most part. And that's just going to get them even more fired up because that's what they see in the media. So I, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. So that's why I feel like game one, just like you're saying, right. game one, we need everybody to come in, even if you're hurt, just to be able to set that tempo to show how we're dominant. We don't need to Let's see the first game and come back second game. We need everyone to come the first game, bring their 100%. And we'll see what happens, you know? I mean... What'd you think? All right, look. I think Marcus Smart's the most important player in this series, right? Like, for Thank me, I think, I, think hand, I think hands down. Because, like, I think we need him... Like, his defense is going to be super important. Like, we talked about that. Like, shutting down Steph. If forever, you know, for some reason, Steph's not in the game and Clay is, I would imagine Marcus is, you know, he's versatile enough. He can play a bigger Clay Thompson. Uh, so... 
I, I he's going to be the most important player that, uh, for the for the Celtics, hands down. My two biggest questions are a, uh, you know, what's he going to look like offensively? Because his offensive contribution has been almost as important as his defensive contribution this playoffs, right? right? Like when he helps facilitate and he's scoring and he's hitting shots and he's you know he's dishing the Celtics offense looks a lot better, right? He is their point guard for all intents and purposes. Like he took that step this year. He became their point guard. So that's one thing. The other thing is, I mean, he took a couple nasty falls and had a couple bad injuries in that last series. Like I know he was in that boot. He sat out a couple games here and there. I I just wonder how healthy he actually is. Like, is he coming into this finals? Like, 90% 90% healthy, 75% healthy, like, and you know, he's a dog, he'll play through it, you know, like, even if he's, like, 40% healthy, he'll be out in the court, like, fighting, even maybe 30, 20% healthy, Marcus Smart will be out there, but, like, is that going to be enough to play lockdown defense on one of the most prolific scorers in the NBA, right, so I just wonder, is he healthy enough, and even if he is healthy enough, like, seven games, that's a lot of opportunity for something to get re you know re-injured and as athletes you guys know the ankle t- is one of the worst worst things you can injure because that is just reoccurring injury after this it's almost impossible to heal mid-season you know what i mean so there is I no mean, healing there's no there's no mom yeah. especially the ankle though bro especially the ankle like that is like that is just you know like you know what i mean you just have to hope for the best so you know i, I mean justin what what do they used to tell us what did jay brown and the boys you know, and our coaches tell us when we used to roll our ankles at practice. It's Tie them things up tighter and get back in the game. Yeah. Come on now. Come on, Marcus. Well, hey. You're the defensive player of the year. You can't be, you can't, you can't be coming out the game because your ankle tied no, no, up. No, no, no. Hold on. That's not what I'm saying. it up. Get back in, baby. That's not what I'm saying. I think, I think Marcus, leg, Marcus Smart's leg would have to fall off for him to come out of the game. What I'm saying is, is it going to be healthy? Is he going to be healthy enough? to shut down Steph Curry. He's not coming out of the game. He's not you you'll have to drag him off the off, off the court. It's just whether he's going to be healthy enough to play lockdown defense. See, that there's the, that's the difference between him and Ben Simmons. You know, you got to drag him off the defensive player of the year versus Ben Simmons the bench warmer of the year. The highest paid bench player in the league. That's crazy. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on the tangent there. I just want to give a quick shout out to the Nets. Yeah. Why, why they weren't as good as they should have been. Just give a quick shot to them boys. But got to, yeah. But here's also what I've seen too. Uh, the Warriors have been favored in every single one of the finals that they've been in. Have they won all of them? No. no. You know what I'm saying? They they haven't won all of them. I think they've actually lost uh, almost half of the, the finals that they've been in, especially the ones that they've been favored. So that's why I'm not too pressed and I'm not too worried about it. We also, let me just say this. When I say Marcus Smart is going to be on Steph like white on rice, believe that. Like wholeheartedly believe that. It doesn't matter what percentage of health he's at. That's going to be it for sure. The other players have never been in this position before. They're going to try their damnedest. And, you know, I mean, they're damnness. No matter what's happening and who's on the court and what rotation or what type of play they have drawn up, because they're going to try to do it to the best of their ability. You know what I'm saying? So we we could sit here and talk about how the Warriors are favored, and there's like a, a, a little mind game going on in the media trying to say that the Warriors are just not in a good position to beat the Celtics. Because I have it right here. Who was it? ESPN. 
Yeah, ESPN, the uh, basketball power index has a chance to win the NBA Finals. 86% Boston Celtics, 14% That's crazy. Uh, does that even kind of sound right to you? No, that don't sound right at and that all. That's exactly what I was saying at the beginning of the show. Like, yeah, we bro, were the same that, that, that doesn't make sense. But at the same time, the Warriors have lost or almost have half the losses that they were actually favored in the finals. So it's like, I, I really believe in us and that we have a chance just because we have the younger players, we have the defensive player of the year, not just some slouch who was just, oh, we didn't see him actually playing. We know Marcus Smart. We've seen him growing through the years, especially coming out of Oklahoma State. You know what I mean? Like, I have the utmost confidence that the Boston Celtics can do it. Do I think I really 86 to 14% chance? No. But I say damn near like a 60-40. That's just me, though. What do you got? Yeah, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Gordon. Yeah, you muted? Yeah, again. Oh, yeah, I was me. I said, go ahead, Jay. Do your thing. No, I was I, so if in my heart of hearts, I really do believe that the Golden State Warriors should be favored, right? Like, I believe like they got it right with that. I just think that the Boston Celtics are if there was a team that's gonna be that that was built to beat the Golden State Warriors in a seven-game series, because anyone could go out on any given night and win. We've seen that, right? But to right, beat right. a team in a seven-game series when they are healthy, you truly, truly have to be the better team. And you have to bring it night in and night out, right? And so if there is a team that's built to beat, you know, to beat a powerhouse like Golden State, uh, it's a team like the Boston Celtics. I, like, I really believe that. They're so big and athletic and versatile on defense, right? They have the power to, like, to you know, to to shut the Golden State Warriors down or at least slow them down. They have the star power to keep up with them offensively, right? Like this is a team, like they're well coached, like this same group of players, like similar to the Golden State Warriors, this same group of players have been playing together for years. Like the nucleus of this team have not changed. Like Marcus Smart, uh, Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, right? Those three. And then you factor in guys like, uh, you know, Robert Williams, who've been there for uh, for a few years. Grant Williams, who's been there for a few years. Um, Big Al, who came back. Big Al, who came back. Exactly. Big Al, who came back. Yeah, like doing his thing. So, like, yeah, I, I just, like, it's. I, I think it's fair to say the Warriors are favored, but I think it's very fair to say that the Boston Celtics have almost a 50-50 shot at the series. And like I said, if there's a team that could do it, it would be them. And to, you know what, to me as a Celtics fan, it would be very, very fitting because I don't want to see a cakewalk against some bum ass team and like a you know right. I, I don't I don't want to see them beat like a team that's like you know like when they beat the Bucks without Chris Middleton I was like oh that's cool but like were they actually a better team like would they have beat the Bucks if Chris Middleton was healthy right so like I look at it and I'm like yo I want to see them beat a healthy Golden State Warriors team so like this is the chance we've seen the Celtics historically play. Uh, Gold, this Golden State Warriors team the best over the last five years, um, so go. so so let's get it. Like history says, like the Celtics are up for this challenge. And and more to your point right there, I just want to add, we've seen them play in like the regular season too, but they've mm -hmm. been putting on performances the last few times that they played at Golden State. So that gives me a, a, another added boost of confidence. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? To us playing over there with the time zone change and, and especially the extra media hype that's you know following them this whole this whole week. Exactly. You know? exactly. So yeah. 
What up, G? Hey, man. I give us a chance to win this game, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real close. I'm saying 55 to 45 percent that we're gonna win this. It's gonna become close. And you know what's gonna happen? Everyone's gonna do their job to the best of their ability. But like you said, it's gonna come down to X factors. And the X factor for us is Marcus Smart, right? Just like the X factor for the Miami Heat was Ty Hero coming off the bench with 20-something points on a game. You know, obviously he was injured because he couldn't come for the you know the playoff series. But you know, then you're looking at Clay and like, you know, then I have this new young kid pools who I'm, you know, who's a factor. But I don't, I don't expect Poole to go anything crazy. I, I'm a little worried about Clay. I feel like if we spend too much time on Steph, Clay's going to take over. I feel like if everyone can do their job, and we aren't worried about other people doing their job, you know what I'm saying? Like, is everyone's confident in each other to do what they need to do, Trust and we baby. don't have over 19 turnovers in a game? Let me repeat. Let me let me repeat myself. And we don't have over 19 turnovers in a game. What happened that, in the last few games in the last series? That we we basically we pooched. We pooched and dropped fumbled the bag because we couldn't stop turning the ball over. Think about all the points over those turnovers that we made. If we just reduce our turnovers, not even going crazy. Everyone has turnovers. Shit. If we did no turnovers, I would definitely feel like we would have that more of a secure chances of winning if we reduced it to none. You know what I'm saying? So it's something small. It's something intent. You know, it's something simple as being able to be mindful of the ball. And I get it. People want to get creative, do the thing. Just don't turn over the ball. If everyone does their job and believe in each other, be able to do their jobs, this game will be fine. Love me from Al Horford three. For sure. Like we, we can definitely, you know, take some Al Horford threes, but to what you were saying too, we can't, fucking around with this Golden State team. Especially now, we've been giving Marcus his praise, but we also going to keep it real. At least I'm going to keep it real. That bullshit that he did the last two minutes, that wasn't it, Chief. That that just straight up wasn't it. You're costing your team when you're down by two possessions. Really, really, really one if, if you think about them going down and needing to hit a three. You know what I'm saying? That's an automatic and one. We all know the rules of basketball. I don't have to explain that shit to you. But you can't fuck around with a team like the Golden State Warriors, miss a shot or not box out or close out on the area that you're supposed to, you're fucking supposed to be designated to be in. You see what I'm saying? Steph could get that shit, make it three easy. Clay could get that shit, make it a, shit, uh, a three easy. Jordan Poole is actually capable. I don't know if you know this. Boy's pretty nice at threes, too. And we know Draymond hits his shit from time to time. That's 80% of the people that are on the court that are liable to swack that shit, get right back, or just take the lead. You know what I'm saying? So I really hope that uh, this week of practice or whatever drills or situations that he may put them through, really talk to them. But most importantly, talk to Marcus about that shit because cannot cost that shit. And then at the same time, Jason has to demand the ball to be in his hand. Give it to you, the guy. Give it to the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't jeopardize this. Yeah, Marcus, you're doing all this shit. We love you, big dog. I promise we love you, dog. But we don't want you to close out the game because you are not a traditional point guard. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference and there's a time and point where you have to know your point and position. And this is one of the times that he has to really wake up. We escaped that last game seven. I am going to capture you. We escaped that last game seven. 
I thought Jimmy was about to swack that bitch. I did. Too. I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought he was straight up about to swack it, bro. You think his teammates? Yeah, were... we just can't. Have... No, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. I was so I was asked. You can show my text message to my dad. I was gonna cry, and I'm like, yo, if he made that thing, it was gonna go crazy. But just like you were saying about Marcus Smart, it's like, hey man, you know we know you are a guy. But we don't need you to be the guy at that last day. And what yeah. remember? I don't. You guys remember it clearly. The first game against the Nets in the playoffs. What happened? We thought Marcus Smart was going to just throw up at three. But what happened? He waited and realized this is a team sport, and he has that guy, Jason Tatum, coming across the middle. So what did he do? Three seconds left. Pass the ball. He laid it in. Bam. We ended up winning that first game, setting off the entire sweep, right? I need that Marcus Smart. I don't want that last game Marcus Smart. I need that that game one versus the Nets Marcus Smart. And I'm going to straight up tell you, he was just feeling himself at that point. That's all it had to have been, but that goes back to what I was saying. Like, bro, this is game seven to get to the finals, to get to a position none of y'all have ever been to. We can't fuck around with this. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what I was trying to get to. Like, bro, what? but what, my thing is, what happened? You know what I'm saying? It's not like they beat the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? That shit went to seven. Did they not? Yeah. Well, that's my point. Like, those are hard-fought games. And just what uh, Justin was saying, Chris wasn't there, and he wanted to see what that was like. This is not what it could have, should have world. We can't do that. We have to keep it pushing. We pass him in a hard-fought series. Went to seven games. Doing the same thing at the time, going against the Heat. But he's trying to just take it down and make threes. Not even trying to drive in or, or draw fouls. Like, straight up just going for threes. I'm just trying to understand the mindset. Like, do you have any insight that you could give the people? Because I have none on it. Yeah. I No, I look, I think I think sometimes Marcus Smart, he, he made a lot of changes. A lot of changes to, like, he, he made a lot of changes to his body, right? He dropped a lot of weight to get, to get, like, quicker and faster. He made a lot of changes to his game to be, like, a pass-first point guard. Uh, you know, as opposed to like that, you know, that, that, that two man, that, that, that score, go to score. Uh, you know, it, he took that role a few years ago of coming off the bench and being a six man to the, to being a starter. Like he's taken a bunch of leaps to change his game to where he is. Right. Every now and then old Mark. And I hear that, but I didn't hear you say anything about a three point specialist being worked in on there. You know what I'm saying? Not a specialist, but I will say I feel way more comfortable this year with him shooting threes than years before. Like I oh, feel like yeah. he's he's hitting at a higher clip. You know what I mean? And he's taking yeah, more sure. he's taking more sensible threes. Like I don't think he's like you know what I mean. Like last year, I, I've, the last couple of years, I found myself so many times being like, Marcus, what are you doing? You know what I mean? But like I don't say that that you know I don't say that that much this year. So like I think he's making some improvements, but. Old habits die hard, and every now and then, like old Marcus Smart comes out. You know, depending on, depending on the game, and we see it, we see it, we do. But like, as long as like you said, like he can go back to like being that like efficient scorer, like pass first option that can play lockdown defense. Like, I think the Celtics got a really good chance. My question for you guys is: Am I crazy in saying that if Marcus Smart is the number one uh, X factor? And most important player for the Celtics. I know a lot of people would expect me to say that Jason Tatum would be number two. Am I crazy for saying Robert Williams is number two? Am I cra- crazy? Am I crazy for saying that? I'm so- I would my number two, but not crazy at all. Not crazy at all. No, I I I can't I can't agree with that. 
because Robert Williams is going to be in and out because that knee, and they they need a game plan to expect him to not be there every game right. because of that knee. That knee right. is, however it feels, he is a game time decision every time. You know who I believe is the number two? Jalen. Who? Jalen. Is it JB? Who? JB, bro. JB. No, it's not him. Oh, you know who it is? Who? Know who it is? Al Horford. Grant, Grant Williams. Grant oh, Williams. Oh, wow. All right. He's All right. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I was You know why? Because it was defensive prowess, right? And because he's such right. a big body against some of these smaller guys, him playing defense, the fact, see, like people keep talking about Jason Tatum on Giannis, but like people forget what Grant Williams was doing to Giannis when he was on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like they try to show yeah. all these stats as if Jason Tatum was on him like blew the entire game. That wasn't the case. People don't give Grant Williams his respect. When he's on the court, he does his thing and he gives us the two to three threes at the right time every time. So if Grant Williams comes in, is that key X factor off the bench, defense is specimen. Right? Hell, next you know you see him on top of Clay John. If Grant Williams is on Clay, he will be bodying that guy around. He is like the football that. player that plays basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like he will that. literally throw him around. It's it's fine. He's gonna guy that come off the bench and make a huge difference while the big guys need a break. And you see, you. that's what I'm saying. And I didn't even mention him earlier because I know Clay is gonna be a, a, a surgeon with this shit. He knows exactly how Grant wants to play. He wants him to drive in just so he can stop him. Clay's just gonna post up run around, do the same type of shit that Clay, I mean, that uh, Curry normally does. But he's going to be around that three-point perimeter for the majority of this series. And I promise you that part. You know what I'm saying? Unless he just finds a hole in the defense and just starts slicing us, then that's a whole different story. That's when Robert Williams can be the X Factor or the or the go-to number two guy. You know what I'm saying? Get that shit the fuck up out of here, homie. We'll see you later. But I, I, I but if I think it's in the face, smack, unity, unity. Oh man. Oh no, no, I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm 100 with you, Steve. I think Robert Williams uh, is definitely going to be a factor, but because, of, but I, I, I honestly believe that we. Ex- I'm going to expect him to play four. I will not expect him to play seven. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the knee. So that I I that's almost kind of why I think he's that important, right? Because I think just as important as like having him on the court is, I think it's also equally as detrimental when he's not on the court. So that's kind so that's kind of my thinking there. Is like when he's on the court, like his defensive presence, like in that paint, is you know, he's one of the top uh, you know, key defenders in the league. Like, you know, what I mean? one of the top shot blockers in the league, like that dude changes everything, especially when Golden State doesn't have like a dominant, you know, like big man or a dominant, you know, like right. a, a front court that can that can kind of neutralize him. So if he was healthy, he'd be huge for establishing our defensive presence. Uh, and when he's also healthy, he's a force down. No, we've seen we see him catching lobs, oops, all, all the time, like hitting the offensive boards. Like when that dude's healthy, like especially with nobody huge to cover him, he could have a field day. By the same token, like we said, when he's not there, are uh, you know that that re- the rebounding definitely suffers. Like right, like I've I've been a little frustrated with the Celtics rebounding in the last couple series. Like too many second chance opportunities. Too you know many. What I mean? Way too many. Way too many. We were, we were, trust me, my dad was screaming at the screen. 
too many missed rebounds and too many turnovers. Those right. were just that, and like just like you were saying. So like I mean, I will never say that Robert Williams is not a factor. He is a hundred percent a huge factor from a defensive standpoint because people become afraid to come inside. How many times have you? He's done something. It's so funny because people praise Zion for shoot blocking blocks at the three point line, but Robert Williams has done it several times this postseason. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, dudes are taking threes. He comes out of nowhere, bomb. He's swat some dudes. That guy is a huge presence defensively, but I like what we do do when he comes off. We spread it a little bit because what happens? People, for some reason, don't respect Al Horford's three-point shot. And sometimes he's just out there. I'm like, hey, man, go ahead. Take it. And what happens? He ends up making three out of five, three out of six, and you know, most of the time. So it's like, come on, man. They're so used to playing Rob, Rob Will inside that when Al's the big man, when Rob comes out, that they don't know how to transition. They spread out versus being tight. Right. So it's just crazy how our game style play changes and how they are so uh, in tune with the change of our play style when we're in there. That's why I think we're one of the best teams in the league. It's crazy. No, I, I, well, I what's up, Jay? No, no, I was just gonna say, I agree. And I'm looking at uh, the stats right now, right? <clears throat> Obviously that three point uh, field goal percentage is way better than third. Um, their free throws. Is what's throwing me right now. They're ranked 17th in free throws while we're ranked second. Uh, they're ranked 7th in rebounds while we're ranked 4th. Huh. And here's the part that I really like. Um, they're tied for 8th in offensive rebounds, and we're in 11th uh, for offensive rebounds. So that that gives me a lot more confidence than I thought going into this. It's just, um, are we actually going to close out? You know how many of those rebounds from the series before? I'm not even talking about the Heat game, uh, the Bucks game. There were so many times where people were just standing around watching the ball yeah. and not actually closing out. Right. Well, now we're going to give a, a opportunity to a dangerous three-point shooting team. That's the part that that always worries me, and that's why I gave it a 60 to 40 percent chance. But like you said, Rob could be a key factor if he's healthy to stay in this game. If he can give us big-time minutes, I'll take that. Just him being on the floor is giving himself a plus in the plus minus system. That's going to be huge, just the presence alone. But if he could actually stay and maintain his like actual game that he's been doing this whole series from before, from the, from the Bucks, from the Heat, all the way to Brooklyn too, I mean, I'll take it. I, I'll definitely take it. Me too. I mean, like, you know, what? how many times have we seen it um, when it comes to – KG and his tenacity, right back in the day. Robert Williams is basically his little brother. You know, you I don't know if you've ever actually watched some of the pregames and stuff like that stuff. But KG is literally talking to Rob almost every other game. Every time he's there, he's talking to Rob Will and he's hyping him up. Cause you know, and the thing about KG doesn't just do that for anybody. KG has some of his closest friends on the Celtics that he didn't even talk to. But yeah, he comes to Rob Will like he's his younger brother. So I I you know when you can see that tenacity, you can see someone that sees the value. And one of our best guys, I truly believe, you know, he's going to understand what it means to be on this stage today. Because, you know, KG's making that call, being like, hey, man, man, 2008, that was a real piece of art for me. That was a real that was a real game changer for me in my career. And I know and I believe I know you're hurt. And I know, you know, <laughs> you're doing the quarter zone shots. Trust me, I've had that quarter zone shots to play in the game. I know it's going to be tough. But at the end of the day. 
it's going to be so gratifying when we're at the at the end of game five or game six or game seven because I'm not going to say we're going to sweep game. I'm not going to say we're going to sweep. I will never say that. I'll never say we're going to sweep and disrespect the, the Warriors like that. But game five, game six or game seven, when we end up lifting that trophy, I believe he's he's going to be like, damn, it was worth it at the end of the day. So I, I can see it. I got I got a prediction too. If Ooh. if we win this series, it's not going to be in Boston. It's not. I hmm. don't. I like that even more. You should bet that shit, bro. You, you should place. You should you should put a better than for that, bro. I want. Like, I, was, I wonder if you can. Because honestly, yo, no, I, mean, I, yeah, I, I if you can too. I think I, I realistically think this is going to go one of two ways. Either the Celtics are going to come shock the world and overpower the Warriors and take it in game five and win the series four to one, or is going game seven. If it comes back to Boston for a game six in a three two scenario, uh, I think the Celtics are in trouble. I do. And that just goes to. Um... That just goes to the team being together for so long, being in that predicament, not even just playing with each other, but actually winning championships, like when a game is 3-2 in a different city. Mm -hmm. So I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Um, At five, (laughs) I came five just doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't make sense. I just see this uh, series going all the way to seven, or like you just said, um, they beat us at home and and they close it out four to two. Yeah, that's pretty much the only way I, I see this going down. But I'm looking right now for game one, not even looking at the whole series, just game one, just just tonight. Um, we're three and a half point dogs. I like that. I love that shit. It's tight. Yeah, I know you like it. I know you're going to say you like it. It's cool, but I love that shit. It? Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Game one yeah. at home. Like, come on, bro. Wait, nah, this is this is Golden State. Wait, how do they have That's the advantage? What I'm saying. Like, how do they have the advantage? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, go- Golden State have the advantage? Wait, how do they have the how do they have home home first no, game? Cause, uh, I don't I don't know what the what Because aren't aren't they like the three in the West and we're the two in the east? How does that how does that work? Or am I just oh. off base? Yeah, they are the third. So like how I, do, I don't know how that works. They, because they won, they won, they won more games. They, they won more games. That's why I just had to look at. Yep, our record was fifty-one thirty-one. Their record was fifty-three and twenty-nine. That's exactly how they got it. So, okay. Well, yo, you know, I kind of love that. I love that they do that because it makes uh, it makes cool, the man. regular season games count. You know what I mean? I, I kind of like that. It means something. It means yeah. something, yeah. Straight exactly. up means something. Yeah, well, none of the NBA players, none of the NBA players, I mean, <laughs> if, if, first off, if the regular season games mattered, the Suns wouldn't have got punked earlier in the playoffs. So, like, I don't know. See, wasn't that your team? Didn't you want the Suns to be great? I don't know what happened with that. What happened with that? I'm, I'm on the east side, bro. I'm <laughs> Boston Celtics. I don't know what the hell to tell you, homie. Fuck out of here. I don't know. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I, I was, though. I was. I, and I don't know what the fuck happened. They just got decimated, bro. Um, They just all vanished. It's like Thanos snapped his fingers and they just dusted away. I, I don't know what the hell happened on that one. But um, I'm liking this over. 
213 and a half. Yeah. Smacking that too. He thinks, yo, I'm not going to lie. I kind of see the Celtics coming out this first game and putting on a defensive Born. clinic. I, I, think, I think they put on a defensive clinic this first game. You th- I think you they make th- a statement. Over, over the 213, and I, I really think they would be cutting close to the 100. So it's like, I don't I know. Think- if, the, if they get the over, it's just going to be over. I don't think it's going to go crazy. And see, we don't need it to go crazy. We just need right. it to be at 214. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 come man, on, man. He's a statistician over here, right Steve. Now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. Um, My dog. I might, I might parlay this bitch. <laughs> Do it. You won't. I will. Oh. <laughs> yo, send the screenshot of it after, you, after you're done. I want proof. I got you. I definitely got it. I ain't playing right now. I have to look at a few more things, but yeah. I want to see if I want to roll in some other shit. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely do see it going over uh, 213. It, the Warriors are rested. All right? You know what I mean? They're rested. They're ready to shoot the fucking lights out that bitch. At the same time, we know we're capable of keeping up and maintaining threes. If Marcus doesn't just shoot that bitch for no reason, if he actually goes back to the game one performance he had against Brooklyn, and, you know, um, diamond and dashing. That's that's really what we need for him. I feel like that shit can go over 213 easily. So, yeah, I'm riding with it, bro. See, you know what I think is going to be, like, the big thing for them? Because from them shooting, right, yeah. I don't necessarily think we're going to outshoot them from a percentage standpoint. Mm-hmm. What I believe is that our defense is going to slow them down enough so that when we make our shots, it's going to be more uh, – What's the word? Effective, more efficient. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, they might be making, you know, was it 40-something percent of the ball, but they only got down so many times because of how well our defense was playing. You know what I'm saying? I got I understand what you're saying. I, I really do. And that's why I like it. But I, I just feel like for game one, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying for game one, yeah. I think they're, they're rested. Um, Boston's feeling themselves too, just coming off another game seven. So they're going to they're gonna want to show them that they can score, man. Definitely one of the that they could score. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think there's going to be a big Al Horford series. To be honest, I do. Like, I think, like, I think he, like, yeah, he, like, uh, he was quiet in the last one. And I think he's going to come alive. I think he's going to come alive in the finals. He's never been. (laughs) Al Horford, I feel like it's going to be a good series for him, just, like, all around. But like, I I just know that Rob Williams is gonna beat up on Wiggins and like just do that. I know Al's gonna come in and be like, "What's up, young man? Welcome to the league, baby. What's up?" <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I know hey, Wiggins has been in for a minute, but it's like, you know, Al Horford's one of the oldest guys in the league right now, like 35, 36. He's gonna be like, "What's up, young guy? What's happening, man? Just come hey, clown on him." Why did Freak it just go up though? Why just go up though? The over unders at two fourteen right now. You Ooh. see what I'm saying? I have a oh, did you lock in the two thirteen? Oh, that's why I told you I didn't lock in anything. I'm gonna do it after the show, but that's what I'm saying. All I right. think this shit is gonna be a high scoring affair, man. Like right. real talk. All right, I trust y'all, boys. But yeah, I, like, you said, yeah. I, like you were saying, I think Al Horford's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good game. Um, I think that if people try to disrespect Horford, um, and especially you know after watching him, did you watch that video after Game Seven? With what, Miami, what with Horford, is really Horford lose all the ground screaming and yes, 
Yes, crying, like just being like, because he's never been to a championship in his whole long career. And, uh, you know, when when you worked your life, you worked your whole life to get to this point, you're not going to come in half-assed. You're coming in full steam. You know what I'm saying? You're straight gassed up, ready to go. About to try to show up, honestly, it's like his girls in the stand ready trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to do a little this, a little that. So who knows? But I, you know, I agree with you, Just. I agree 100%. Al Horford is going to try the best of his ability to show out for this game. And this is my last thing I'm going to put to it just to wrap it all up. Al Horford, uh, tragically, sadly for him, lost his grandfather, uh, I believe, two weeks ago. Damn. So he is playing with a heavy heart, obviously, but even more to the fact that he's in the finals, like you're just saying, and he's just going to want to ball and show the fuck out because he's playing obviously for a purpose, but he feels more so that he has a bigger purpose to fulfill this year with this, uh, with this game coming up, with this series coming up. So let's do it. Let's go Celtics, baby. Let's do it. Uh, any, any, anything else we want to get into? Before, uh, other than the Celtics, was there anything else in the? No, not really. But I do want to. I do want to touch on. Uh, I don't know if y'all watched the Rangers game last night. Did y'all watch? The no, Rangers? I didn't. I didn't. No. But that there was like literally for the last minute left, the full on like half the team brawl on the ice. It was crazy. Their teams. They were just going after. It. I forgot what I, I missed. What started because I just got back from playing a men's league game, men's league basketball. And so all of it, but I kind of turned the TV on. And the freaking half the Rangers bench, half the freaking uh, Tampa Bay bench were just throwing hands. Helmets were off, gear. People were getting ejected, not even in the box, just ejected. There's a minute left in the game. Rangers are up 6-2. Guys are throwing it. Refs were on the ground holding people. Refs were on the ground. It was no stopping anybody. And this is game one in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know it's going to be a chippy series, all right? The Rangers are the young guns, right? I, I'm, my uh, my roommate was explained a little bit because I don't really watch too much Rangers hockey because you know yeah they're, they're underdogs, yeah, but they're like underdogs. they're okay. big underdogs. Yeah, I'm young, bunch of young guns coming in thinking there's something, and they have some older <laughs> leadership that they just popped in, and all of a sudden they you know, they're playing out. They're they're going to Game Sevens. They're they're doing the best they can. They beat Carolina. Honestly, I wanted Carolina to beat him. I got too many friends that are Rangers fans. And I want them to lose. But at this point in time, you know, you kind of have to, you know, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Lightning. There's no ice in Florida. Why would I want to vote for that? How do you play ice hockey over there? Are you kidding me? Forget, forget all that nonsense, man. Like, we'll, we'll see how this series goes. But honestly, with that greediness, you got, I'm, I, you, you can't not want the greediness and proceed. I might have to actually watch this shit, man. And I, because I am looking at the score right now, they got their ass whooping. It's not like, oh, it just happened in the third or some shit. They were whooping their ass from the get go, bro. Nope. One, three in the second, two in the third. They didn't even respond. They didn't even shoot nothing in the third. Tampa Bay. Oh, I gotta go see this fight after this shit. <laughs> bro, honestly, whoops. Tampa Bay was favored by one thirty. For a 130 favorite? Yeah. Ugh. That over under hit though. You see why I'm fucking with the overs? Come on now. Fuck with me, dog. Hey, I know overs what I'm club. About. So, overs I know club. what I'm talking about, G. I'm the over unders. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. You're gonna see that 214. You'd be like, damn, Steve was right. 
You want to be 107, 107? You'd be like, oh, shit, I should have never, I never. You know what? Let me go to FanDuel, see what I got on there. <laughs> soon, but as soon as I got another platform coming out, I might have to start using it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll use FanDuel now. As soon as it comes out, I might just start gaming. I've only made two real games. What'd you say, Justin? Says uh, FanDuel's only temporary. Temporary. Never heard know. of that? That's FanDuel and DraftKings are temporary, temporary. platforms. Temporary. Don't forget. Don't get don't get too attached, people. We don't get it twisted. Yeah. 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 Did the they? only thing that kind of sucks is like we're like right in the middle of the pack right now um, on our, you know, in our league right now. But what kind of sucks? The New York Yankees and the New York Mets are like leaders in the NL. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, the, the Mets are like the leader in the NL East. Oh, I would love it. Huh? I'd love a Yankees Mets World Series, dude. I would hate that, that more than crazy. anything. You know how many people will come to New York for a Yankees Mets World Series? That would just make my life worse. I will never leave my apartment. I don't want to <laughs> see that. I would never leave my apartment. I just like I already like now that it's warm outside. Like someone says, I live like a few avenues over from Times Square. It's right. literally like I have to fight people to like get through the crowd. I'm like Jesus Christ. Why do I live in the city? I gotta move home, dude. I gotta move home. Come on, Jesus man. Christ. Yeah. Shit. Well, yeah. That'd be kind of crazy. That, but that, I mean, but at the end of the day, for the city in New York, it would it, it would bring that so much money to this city and probably get some businesses back up and running if they uh, if they had a New York Mets versus uh, the. Yankees. New York Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. I gotta go to a I gotta go to a Yankees game. I've been to a Mets game. I was about uh, to say, have you done that yet? Yeah, so I've been to I've been to a Mets game um, for was it with my this last girl? We went to one their one of their games against the Phillies. It was actually you know what's so funny? We pulled up to the game the second inning. Uh, you know, typical like go to a baseball game, not really paying attention. I got fire seats for like seventy bucks a ticket, so like cheap, like right behind the the, the Mets bench, yeah. and so got that. Left in like the bottom of the bottom of the seventh, top of the eighth. I get we get because we want to go to a bar and just chill out and talk for a little bit. And then I get a text from my roommate, one of his boys, another friend, be like, "Oh my god, dude, that's so sick! You went to a no no, this that and the other thing." And I'm like, "One, the hell's a no no?" <laughs> and two, there was just like you started talking about like, oh, I, I had no idea what the fuck you were no talking about. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, it was a no hitter, second in the history. It's a multi." Multi-pitcher no-no. So what happened was they had several different pitchers that ended up being a complete no-hitter. And so these guys, like my my roommate, die-hard Mets fan. Couldn't be a more Mets fan guy. Went to Elon, did like a thing, was like, let's go Mets, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And me, literally don't even care about him at all. Barely watches baseball. I like baseball. Don't pay attention to baseball as much. Not even paying attention to the game. His, I was living his dream. And I'm just like, oh, that sucks, man. That really sucks. I'm out of here. Let me go drink some brews. I'm going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to go talk to the next real quick. I'll be back. <laughs> no, no. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Bro? I was a no, no. <laughs> I was like, you went to a no, no? I'm like, were you not? <laughs> usually when I hear no, no, I, I usually am leaving. So. Yeah, I'm like, bro, did you have something? 
Wayne just now telling me about what the fuck? <laughs> so that, I just oh, witnessed man. the no-no. Yeah. 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 Tumbo, a no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. He just sends you a whole fucking paragraph, just red flags. No, no, no. Oh, oh man. No, no, no. Yeah, we can't do this again. Sorry. Well, hey, I'm sorry to hear about uh, Marion Barber. That shit was sad. Bro, I really did ask, thought it was Tiki Barber's brother. Because I know they, they, him and his brother were playing the league. I'm like, what, what happened to Marion Barber? Oh, he passed away, bro. Bro, really? they got him in his apartment dead. Really? Uh, oh, Steve, you lost you. Uh, Yo, you're. Steve, your Wi-Fi is shakier than the Polaroid picture. But yeah, still haven't come to an answer about it. Oh, I'm number- oh no! Yeah, can you hear me now? I, I, oh, I no. ju- can you hear me ju- barely. Can you hear him, Justin? A little bit. Yeah, you're, ba- you're a little better now. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. He's yeah, back. there it is. Yeah. But yeah, I. Apartment, bro. Mar- so Marion Barber was so no, because because Tiki's brother was was it was it Amon Barber or who? Was it uh, who, who was it? Tiki, Tiki and Ronde Barber. Tiki and Ronde, Ronde. Okay, that's what it was. Tiki and Ronde Barber. And then, so which one was which one was Marion Barber? Because there wasn't a relation, right? I don't. Maybe like a cousin or something like that. Maybe I don't know, but I know for sure. Uh, Tiki and Ronde were brothers, right. identical brothers. Uh, Tiki played. For the Giants, Giants he was right. running back. Ronde was the uh, defensive back for the Buccaneers. Right, right. Um, Marion Barber actually was a running back himself, but uh, he played uh, like seven seasons at Dallas yeah. and then like a few years in uh, Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And, and they don't know what happened? Still no information on that. I saw it uh, yesterday, I believe, but yeah, there's – been no undisclosed information about what happened. They just found him in his apartment. He was 38 years old, man. Jesus, man. Shit's sad. Very sad. Well, your thoughts, thoughts and prayers out to uh to yeah. his family, man. That's sad. You always hate to see that shit. Um but yeah, I mean, uh just I you know, just, it's just another shitty situation. Honestly, you hate to see it. You really do. R.I.P. R.I.P. man. For sure. For hey, sure. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, that's, that's sad. It's crazy. Hey, did, oh, on, on a little brighter news, did you guys <laughs> end up catching the uh, the match on Wednesday? You catch you catch the match a little yesterday? No, nah, I really had no interest in it. How did it go? Are you kidding me? You didn't want to see Tom Brady just be chirping these young quarterbacks left and right? I was, I was reading some of his chirps on the internet. They were kind of good. Like I was I was kind of like, damn, <laughs> like you said that. <laughs> they were kind of good. I should have watched. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> nah, I were. watched the first. I watched the first like four or five holes, yeah. and then I uh, and then I had to leave for the like, men's league. But like before the before I even get to the first hole, Tom Brady was late, was driving, is swerving some Marshawn Lynch type stuff all the way up to the first hole. I was like, "Hey, sorry, man, I'll be late." Aaron Rodgers was chirping. I was like, "What? He had to change for the fifth time again today? Like <laughs> TB12, man? Gotta have my TB12 game." Yeah, I got comes you. in. Already cussing and chirping uh, Josh Allen, just coming for his life, Great and then like guy. little things here to Mahomes. But he was like, he was like taking down Josh Allen. Like there was one time he had a golf ball, and they got 
to uh, and what do they put? They put on the national like the trophy on the golf on the golf ball. They're like, hey, Josh, you ever see one of these? Oh man, you ever see great. one of these bad boys? ジャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニージャーニ
Um, Check it in the description. Check in the description. It's going to be right there for you. Make sure to click it. Give us some views. Do our thing, baby. Exactly. Tell them when that is again, bro. Tell them when that is again. July 16th. Saturday, July 16th. So mark your calendars. I know it's a busy day. It's a busy weekend. There's a lot going on that weekend. But the most important thing going on that weekend is happening in Branchy Mass from noon to 11. So I hope to see you guys all there. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in to episode 30 of The Trenches, boys. Episode 3 0. It's the big 3 0. Um, Wee! 3 0, baby. We've been at it for a while. We got Don Gordon, SK, Jay Fine. Uh, we will catch you guys next week, hopefully. We'll have an update on the Celtics. We'll see what's going on. Uh, and we'll catch you on episode 31 of The Trenches. Be easy, everybody. Amen. Why wine when you can drink wine? Easy. (laughs) (laughs) You're so fucking lame, bro. The plug at the end. The shameless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm about to stop. I'm going to put that on t shirt. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good slap. Yeah, later, bro. Easy. Later.